Kiora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Mark, and what a, uh, a lovely Thursday evening this is. It is. It is lovely. It's a little bit cold for my liking. Well, it's getting cold here in New Zealand now. As we go into the depths of New Zealand's cold weather, it's going to reach temperatures as low as zero degrees Celsius, Chris. Is it? Never gets that cold where I live. <laughs> uh, welcome, listeners. This is the world's number one geospatial podcast based in New Zealand. Yeah, hosted by two uh, middle-aged men. Um, uh, we're a special sure. demographic. Yeah. Depends how long you're going to live, whether you're middle-aged or not. It's true. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a pleasant thought. The, um, as I read today, the point, the point of life is to die as young as possible in as long a time as possible. Oh, I like that. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> what would be your ideal age, Mark? Uh, 150. No, I mean, ah. young. Like, when, when were you in your prime? I mean, many argue, <laughs> many argue you're in your prime currently, Mark. But, but when would you say? I have no idea. Uh, getting off topic, but hey, that's this hey. podcast. I, uh, yeah. I, had, I had an eye test recently. I needed new glasses because I dropped a basketball on my old glasses. Um, <laughs> as you do when you're middle-aged. As you do, middle as you do when you're young. And I had the eye test by a very lovely uh, lovely man. And um, <laughs> he said to me, you have the eyes of a 37-year-old. I was like, wow, that's awesome because I'm slightly older than 37. I thought uh, you were 35. No, I just look 35. Oh, I've got right. the face of a 35-year-old, eyes of a 37-year-old, um, body of... Um, yeah, can't think of anything good. Body <laughs> of somebody my age. Right, um, but apart from muttering on about ourselves, Chris, what is the point of this podcast? I thought it wasn't talking about ourselves. All right. No, no, sorry. It's, it's all about the amazing world of location intelligence, or what people used to call GIS when I was a boy. Wow. Yeah, they don't need to call it that anymore. They don't? Uh, yeah, spatial intelligence, spatial analytics, geolocation. Throw a geo in front of anything and we talk about it. Uh, geo drones. Yes. We talk uh, a lot about drones. Just because um, DJI keep on threatening to send us one. But yeah, have Yeah. 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 Um, so if you or anyone else wanted to get in touch with us, how would they do that, Chris? Do you know, there are so many ways that I have trouble remembering them all. But you could go to Facebook, you know, um, and you that could search thing. for Geodorable and you could find us, you know. You could go to our website, which is geodorable.com. You could uh, you could get in touch with us via Twitter, which um, I think our handle is mygeodorable.com, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, well, yep. You can just Google us. Um, Send us an email um, at gmail.com. And a few people have been, haven't they? They've been very nice to us recently. They have. Got in um, t- contact via our website. They have. And also there's um, our webpage. You can buy us a beer. If you th- yes. if you think you can't afford to send us a drone, buy us a beer. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, exciting podcast, but first the disclaimer, Chris. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. The, uh, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are entirely our own, mm. um, sometimes said for satirical or comical effect. Well, we think it's comical. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone has to. Um, and yeah. nothing to do with anyone we talk, talk to, work with. <laughs> just, just our thoughts, right? No, nobody yeah. else. Don't blame anybody else if you get kind of, you know... Yeah, and especially our wives would like to disavow any knowledge of this podcast. Of us, I thought it was. Is it just the podcast? Mine's just the podcast, I don't know. (laughs) Your wife's so much more forgiving than mine. (laughs) Anyway, Chris, um, so we've got lots of news on. We've even got a game of export to shapefile and some fantastic stuff about why you don't want to be a geospatial consultant. Uh, Yeah, sure. And uh, shall we start with news? It's always a good place to start, isn't it? Spatial news. Right, Chris, breaking news. Breakaway, Mark, breakaway. Um, we've made the news. <gasps> what, we're, we're in our, our own news story? We are. <laughs> isn't that like looking into a mirror with a mirror behind you? And it's you just Inception, get, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is, actually. 
Anyway, um, the the great people website. tell me actually, Mark. Sorry, people tell me <laughs> that I look an awful lot like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I would have picked Tom Cruise. Uh, really? Well, if I had a choice of podcast partner. Oh yeah, fair enough. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, a little bit of. Anyway, we are anyway, in the news. <laughs> we have made the news, um, and so geo geo awesomeness, which are the place for everything geo awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, um, as, again, uh, stick a Jero in front of it. Yep, true, true, true. And it becomes even more awesome. Anyway, they've got a list of podcasts you should be listening to, and we've made the list. Um, we are. Obviously, it's not, um, it's not in any sort of ranking order, because we're only number two on the list, even though we're the number one special, co- special podcast in the world. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, statistics don't lie. No, <laughs> no. Mm. Anyway... While we're getting off topic, um, it's a good excuse to have a go, go nose around the Geo Awesomeness website if you haven't looked there. I'm sure there's some other podcasts you might want to try, but keep listening to ours. Um, but there's also a bunch of other stuff, trends, business, jobs, etc. Yeah, and uh, we did a we did a joint podcast with, um, speaking of Geo, uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Towler, didn't we? Um, we did. You see, yeah. That, that was, was great. Good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Have have a look. Just in, I mean, you should be all over Geo Awesomeness anyway, right? But um, you should definitely be all over these podcasts, but mainly ours. I mean, you know. <laughs> Next. Next. Spatial news. And speaking of people who do listen to the podcast, Esri. Hey, Jack. Um, they did a big release a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, 10 to 7. Uh, those people who have listened before will remember Chris couldn't say anything, even though we were reading it from the page. Thanks. <laughs> um, we're but number one. We're not. Sorry, what? <laughs> Too much Kool-Aid. Um, yeah. So there's some bunch of stuff in there, and we just thought we'd highlight a little bit more of what's happened. Uh, there's new types of user. Yeah, so uh, which, uh, we've gone from 2 to 5. 2 to 5, which does make more sense does also make things more confusing um and you know, there's actually six of course there's the administrator no 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 there's oh, seven there's there's number six which is uh there's now an insights user oh that's right but there's also the, the same anyway. there's also the free viewer as in you don't need to log in just to view if you haven't secured it oh make it public yep yeah um but anyway the um i think uh, I suppose my comment, entirely mm-hmm. my own, um, is that what is we do is license all the functionality across it in these ways instead of licensing bits of the functionality. Yeah, yeah. So if you only wanted to create points, lines, and polygons, but nothing else that uh, an editor could do, you still have to buy an editor. They've got to draw the line somewhere. Sure, I'm. I'm just making a comment. Yep. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, what else have they got? Distributed co- collaborations. Um, so the ability to put portal and online together. Yep. Um, See, I like webhooks. Webhooks are the things webhooks. that I think are making a, a huge difference. Um, sure. So yeah, being able to we we've been doing a bit of this at work. So kind of hooking in with um, Microsoft Flow and. Um, Getting stuff to happen. Yep. Yeah, it's nice. It's good. It's clever. Uh, a bit more performance. 3D, they're pushing even more, which is good to see. Um, we were talking this week earlier about 3D at work. Yeah, um, so are we. It's funny, eh? Everybody talks about it now. And it's got a lot of potential. Um, anything else you'd like to highlight, Chris? I'd like to highlight that your chair has become incredibly noisy. Is it? Yeah. Can you kind of put some oil on it or something i can take a minute and swap it no let's just carry on and everybody can just listen to your squeaky chair and get annoyed by it okay then cool spatial news so chris Mm. something you couldn't tell us you're right i couldn't tell you this because i was being tracked at the time by secret his reagents no um tracker for arcgis has been released um wow 
Mm. Now, I quite like this, and I know you're kind of sitting on the fence because you're a bit of a fin- fence sitter. Well, I don't know if you are. I think you just don't like it. Uh, no, no, it's not that I don't like it. I it it is it has limited use. Okay. So Tracker is a new app um, that kind of comes with Enterprise. I think it only works at Enterprise at the moment, not Arches Online. Uh, but you can use it to track the workforce. Yeah, well, they have to volunteer to track. So basically you open another app on your phone, push track me, and it starts tracking you and sending it back to um, mm-hmm. the GR7, which, which I can see it fitting and I can see its purpose. I think it's just slightly limited. Yeah, that's fine because um, you could use this stuff, and that's the point of Esri. Is there's a bunch of different bits and pieces you can you can make together, um, like a Swiss Army knife type thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's not going to covertly track people. It's not really going to um, replace any health and safety device you've got. It no. might be a good start yeah. if you haven't got anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's anything got, it's else? Got well, it's got a bunch of kind of rules in it, so you know it will remind you that perhaps you want to be stopped tracking at five thirty and and those kind of things. They you know they're trying to um, acknowledge the kind of the privacy aspect of it. Um, but yeah, tracking your workforce, as you said, kind of health and safety reasons. Um, you know, making sure you know where people are and that kind of thing. Kind of understand, but I I, I do tend to agree it, it's another app. Um, you have yeah, to think about. I mean, so well, yeah, you open your collector app or survey one two three app. And then you have to open Tracker as well. And yeah. Anyway, no doubt there's some web hooks <laughs> that can uh, hook it together. Probably. But yeah, have a play. Spatial news. We're sticking with Esri, Mark. Yeah, it's a bit Esri heavy at the start. We'll get onto other things later. We will. Um, quantum leap in story maps, Chris. You like story maps. I love a good story map, to be perfectly honest. I really do. Uh, and this is this is kind of a new. I think it's currently only in beta, but there's a new kind of version of Story Maps. It's not so much a a new template or anything like that. It's uh, it's kind of a new approach to creating them. Um, currently in beta, beta as uh, as I said. And if you uh, if you go to Geodorable and look on our webpage, you'll find a link to the beta version. Um, but yeah, it, it's just uh, I've played around with it a little bit, and it's quite a nice new interface into kind of creating those story maps okay hmm. so one of those things again discover play yep spatial news okay final bit <laughs> final bit well you know this i saw this the other day and i thought actually that's a beautiful map um and you know we all like maps we're all cartograph um, cartographers at heart some of us worse than others in my case um but this is uh, a map of the appalachian trail and the thing i like about it is it's on one big piece of paper love it um yeah i mean it's it is well done how many days does it take to walk this thing it was it months months isn't it i think it's months mm. um please get in touch with us if we've just insulted the appalachian trail <laughs> <laughs> um it comes from a place of ignorance rather than arrogance yep um, because it only takes like four or five weeks to walk the length of New Zealand. I think it's a little longer. I, I believe I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think the US is a little bit bigger than New Zealand. I know it is. I've I've looked on a map. Oh, okay, okay, good. <laughs> um, anyway, this is just a nice map. Well, built, um, built in Pro. That's what I quite like about it. Um, sure, it, Pro's useful for things. <laughs> is that the news story here? No, 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 no. I think <laughs> Someone that, made something useful with Pro. <laughs> the story is actually, it's a really nicely made map. Um, you know, and and uh, it's actually quite impressive that that has just been made in Pro, I think, anyway. Yep. Um, I was going to say, I don't know what it's made of, but you kind of hope it's waterproof. Because if, if you're spending that long on the trail. Yeah. Perhaps you yeah. laminate it. Yeah, but I wouldn't laminate it because I'd also want to write on it if I was walking. Then it'd be like, oh, little notes and memories are along it. You could use it as a diary. You could be a geo diary. Oh, hang on. Patent that. (laughs) I think someone's probably already put the word geo in front of the word diary. (laughs) Anyway, have a look. Uh, It's, yeah, I like it. It's kind of awesome. Oh, 
You don't you hate it when your soundboard doesn't actually do what you expect your soundboard to do? <laughs> it's been doing that a lot recently. It's a lot like staff. <laughs> Spatial news. Right, our good friends at Uber. Yeah, I miss them. We're finally breaking away from misery. Yep. Um, so, uh, Nico Bellawante, um, who we haven't spoken to. No, but you pronounce his name far too well. Do you want to try that again, but cock it up? <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to get better. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so, uh, yes, Nico Bellawante was uh, Uber's head of visualization. And where is he now, Mark? Because I can tell you this, he's not still at Uber. But he's still on the map. Um, he has gone to Mapbox. Now, that's an interesting move, do you not think? Um, I think it's a loss for Uber. Oh, um, oh sure. Be- yeah, I mean, go back and listen to our, our interview with Uber and, and just how a, a company that was inherently sp- spatial but actually started reporting spatially and, and yeah. data visualization. Using, uh, it was Kepler GL, wasn't it? Yeah, the stuff they made. Just yep. just amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, and he's yeah you know, he's gone to Mapbox, and you know I, I guess you know Mapbox have been coming up with many of their own kind of pretty cool visualizations. Um, yeah, but yeah, with with um, Nico going there, it's, it's clearly Mapbox are just trying to strengthen themselves even more. Yep, yeah. um, and I think Uber have used Mapbox as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they built um, on top of Mapbox. So yeah, there's a lot of synergy. There's some amazing data visualization from Nico. Yeah, um, and so we'll put a link on this on our um, website. So if you want, again want to see some cool data visualization, um, and then have a look. If you I don't know, um, looking in the marketplace, I don't know. Watch the space for what Mapbox is going to do. I wonder if uh, his Uber rating has gone down. <laughs> don't know. We're not allowed to ask those questions. No. Spatial news. Now, Chris, um, you are British. In fact, you're English. Further than that, mate, I'm a Londoner. All right, geezer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apples and pears. Do you know, actually, my grandmother... Rub-a-dub-dub. My grandmother was... Yes, was a proper she, yeah. She's within hearing distance of the bells of whatever. Bow bells. Look. Like, anyway. Other, other people listen to the podcast, too. Yes, true. We know your mum used to hang out with. Um, Wait, careful. What's this? No, your grandma. What's what's the um? Oh, the movie Cockney Guy. Uh, no. No, what you're Jason about. Statham. What? No, my mum used to hang out with Jason Statham. I don't know. You're all Cockneys. You're hanging out together somewhere. Don't have to rub a dub dub. Anyway, strangely insulted, and yet, yeah. <laughs> I anyway, like move on. Move on. So, as a Londoner, I, as used a to Londoner. Get, I used to get on the tube quite a lot. In fact, I had a bit of a crush on the tube. Um, <laughs> what? It's true. Is this one of those youthful, um, youthful romances you look back on embarrassment? No. I mean, the, the London Underground is one of the greatest transportation methodologies, methodologies, methods, options, whatever, <laughs> of all time. Right, oh, it's pretty phenomenal, and uh, and what you don't realise unless you study it, um, like what? Well, I've I've read my fair number of books on the old uh, London Underground, um, is how the thing developed. And this uh, this link here is an awesome kind of, well, it, it's um, it's a visualisation of how the London Underground grew, and it starts way back, I think, in in the early eighteenth um, eighteen twenties, was it? I think it was the eighteen twenties. Eighteen ninety. Eighteen. What? Wasn't. Um, anyway, and it just plays through. 1863. Yeah, there you go. 1863. So the point is, it's a really nice visualization of um, how the underground grew and where yeah, and it grew other, to. And the other thing that um, I don't, I don't know the uh, the application itself, but they're using something called Glitch. Um, I'm going to have to do a bit more research on it, but basically, it only wakes up when you look at it. Yeah. Which I think is quite a clever idea. Um, the other thing, it's um, got all the names. It's got Leaflet, OpenStreetMap, and Carto. You, you've, I mean, you've hit, you've hit the top three there, haven't you? I don't know. That's an opinion. Well, that's what we're all about. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, great visualization and a great read. Hmm. Spatial news. Now, Chris, when we saw this headline, it was quite exciting. Well, this was sent to us by uh, one of our listeners. Yes, and we really appreciate it. Um, and I didn't really read the rest of the article because it had me at seed firing missiles <laughs> from a drone. <laughs> if, if there's some words I really like seen together, it's drone and missiles and yep. firing. <laughs> so this is uh, this is a new... Where, where is this? Um, Miramar. Miramar, okay. Or Manama. Myanmar? I was saying Yes, and using a drone are available. Uh, using a drone to fire seedlings. Into <laughs> seed the soil. missiles. Seed not seedlings. Well, seed missiles. It's awesome. I just like saying that. Yeah. Now, um, part of a worldview it? heritage thing. Really good, really ingenious. Yeah, clever um, way of uh, being able to plant quickly and get into kind of inaccessible places, right? Yeah, two operators with 10 drones can theoretically plant 400,000 trees in a day. I know a country and government that needs to know that sort of technology. <laughs> I was just about to say, so uh, New Zealand is, uh, is, what is it, a billion trees? A billion trees, and they're only about 300 million behind. Yep, so New Zealand is trying to plant a billion trees. I think we should get these guys in. We'll just, uh, <laughs> we could be the kind of the intermediate trees between them. We could, but that's enough politics. Um, this is about improving um, reforestation. Yep. And other great things. Um, so we'll post a link to it um, again. Now, <laughs> drone firing missiles. Are they, are they using a DJI drone? I mean, because DJI are an, are an awesome drone company, right? Uh, sure. Um, I don't know, but if uh, DGI wants to get in touch, we could help link them into the New Zealand plan. Wonderful. Okay, so let's uh, let's move on. Spatial news. Uh, now Hexagon, Chris. They've they've um, they're not making a comeback. They've always been around. We've just found a few more news stories about them. We'd like to share. Well, it's funny that you should say they're around, Mark. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <clears throat> so th th this actually i thought this was an awesome story so um <laughs> what, what have they done chris they have joined <laughs> they have joined the flat earth society i'm laughing they now have. i'm laughing now and uh, it cost them 12 bucks i'm presuming that's serious well yeah and um they're pretty excited because it's come with these perks <laughs> uh, they've got a certificate they've got a medallion and they've got new friends uh, and stickers and fridge and magnets, magnets and postcards. And postcards. <laughs> uh, no, this is an April first uh, joke. I know. I'm, I'm. You know. It's. It's a shame that we're not actually uh, recording this on April first because I thought that was, this has been one of the best April first geo-focused. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I actually believe they probably have joined the Earth Society because it's only twelve bucks. They probably had to. <laughs> and and if you want a conversation piece that doesn't just get you assaulted like a, a Make America Great Again hat. Um, how about trying some Flat Earth Society uh, paraphernalia? Yeah, now we, we talked about the movie. If, uh, yes, we'd we love did. to know if any of our listeners have uh, listened yeah. to it after our ringing endorsement, Mark. Ringing, uh, if you can was. improve on Chris's review of I only lasted a quarter of the way through it and then had to hit something. Was that it? Have I summarised uh, that yeah, well? Yeah, you got it perfectly. Um, but yeah, it's also a good excuse to go onto the Hexagon blog and uh, see what other stuff they're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that was the news, Mark. It was. It was the news, Chris. Uh, we congratulate each other. Anyway. Well, I just, I mean, we do this for our listeners. We collate the most interesting news. What our news team do. Sure, yeah. 24-7 uh, they work. They're good like that. <laughs> They'd be better if we paid them more. <laughs> yes, or um, our sponsorship came through from DJI or Mercedes. <laughs> Okay, so topic of the week, Mark. Shall I shall I press the button that makes it go ping or whatever? Yes. Topic of the week. So, Chris, mm -hmm. you have been invited. Hang on, hang on, drum roll. Oh, no. I have been invited, Mark. I have. This, this wasn't a I've been invited because I put my name forward one, is it? No. No. Not quite. I do like those invites. Uh, 
I've been invited. You've been to invited to speak. Take, to, to, yeah, to take a lecture for uh, third-year GIS students. This isn't take a lecture because you failed the paper. No, no, no. I've never failed a paper in my life. That's not a joke or anything. I haven't. <laughs> well done. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so I've been invited uh, to take a, a third-year GIS student's uh, lecture. And uh, why? Why, Chris? Why did they choose you? Why did they choose me? Um, I, mean, I mean, it's a natural choice. Uh, you know, they looked around and um, they listened to all the podcasts and they just thought <laughs> I had a better voice than yours. Oh, well, no, I wasn't saying you rather than me. I was just meaning out of all the people in the world who, oh. can, sp- who can spell GIS. Just uh, natural raw talent, uh, good looks. Um, I'm self-depreciated. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so what are you going to talk about? Well, this is the thing. So the, the, the kind of the, the the topic of the subject, the topic of the subject, the subject of the topic. Sorry, um, some good talking. Isn't you talking on a subject that's on a topic? Talking about, anyway, it's discussing the nature of consultancy work in GIS now. Mark, you've been a consultant. Now you're more of a, you know, user. No, what are you? <laughs> I'm a technology lead. You're a technology lead. I knew you did something. Um, but you have been a consultant in the past, and I'm uh, still yes. a consultant. Um, are you? Yeah. Okay. Be, I, can, okay. I consult. Um. So, you know, I got to talking to you basically about this, thinking, what should I talk about? Well, yeah, there's a few, um, let's call them high horses that we jump on on this podcast. No, get off the map, Mark. Well, is get off the map. Uh, Another one is GIS, Mm. which we're not big fans of because it sort of locks everything into, let's call it a vertical. Okay. Instead of appearing more across a horizontal. I like where you're um, going. But anyway, so so we we decided to play a bit of devil's advocate, a bit of um, antagonism. Oh, I don't know. I'm planning on saying on most of these things. Okay. So we came up with five topics. I mean, six. Six. No one <laughs> suspects yep, the six. Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> um, our six main topics. Um, and the first one, should you be doing a degree in GIS? Now, I think that's, I mean, that's a great place to start. So I'm talking to a bunch of third-year students. So they've already yes. wasted two, two and a half. Two and a half years. Yeah. yeah. And a um, lot of student debt. Yeah. You know, so. So we started off with, no, you have to be kidding. <laughs> it's like, don't do this. But, but, but we have to back that up with some, some real good reasons, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, and reason number I. <laughs> sort of. We all went Roman numerals. <laughs> Now, I really like this one, and you came up with it. Thank you. Yeah, um, uh, credit where credit's due, Mark. Yeah, hence, hence why it's worded weirdly. Yeah. Um, geospatial analysis is a tool. It is. Not, no one, you don't hire a hammersmith, you hire a builder. Because they can use a hammer and a bunch of other tools. Such wise, wise words. <laughs> Thank you. Again, yeah. Um. Second, are we going to discuss this? We'll just go through it. There's no, I think we should discuss this because I, th- I think, you know, this, this is kind of the core to the whole industry, I think, at the moment, personally. You know, things have changed quite a lot and um, you can't just be the thing that makes the map. You have to be yeah. a cog in a larger... Well, not you have to be a cog in a machine. Well, and I think this, this is particularly... Well, it's in, I take this out of just consulting, but as a consultant, the worst thing you can do is know lots about the technology and nothing about business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and nothing mm-hmm. about asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the same in anything as in any role. If you just know how to use Excel, then you're the Excel guy. Yep. Whip D. Yep. People will come to you when their formulas break. You know, well done, there's a long life, you know, <laughs> job for yeah, life. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, but you're not going to get as far as you may want to. Um, so spread yourself broader. And, and and that leads us on to our second point, or... <laughs> and we appreciate your feedback. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're right on this, right? So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's no such thing as GIS. Um, so why are you doing a GIS course? It doesn't exist. Well, and this is the point that if you're into the theoretical side, then that's more geography and technology. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to do remote sensing and all, you know, remote capture and things, then that's another aspect. Where are you going to stick it all, Chris? You're going to stick it in your ge- no, just your database. Yeah. Um, that and how are you going to give it out to people? Well, you're going to create some sort of application. It's not a geo application. It's an application. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I say this and you always say I'm wrong, that innovation doesn't actually happen inside the GIS industry. Yeah, um, you're wrong. Uh, sure. I've, I've been wrong once before. Um, but my point there is that the, the hot stuff that's happening in the, I'm holding up my quote, my quote fingers, GIS world, are actually happening from people who aren't in the GIS world. The traditional GIS world. It's this whole like location intelligence yeah. argument, right? And Uber's a great example. We were just talking about them. Mm-hmm. They haven't built a GIS, again, finger quotes. Um, they've built location analytics. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Theory versus practical. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I... I when I did my masters, it was quite well. It was quite theoretical, theoretical, right? You know, it's all theoretical. about I was going to say that theatrical as well. <laughs> it was university. It was so much was going on. Um, but yeah, you know, you you you, you learn the theory, and yeah, do you actually need to? What I think the your kind of your yeah your employer is looking for is somebody who knows how to. Well, to use the the earlier analogy, knows how to use the hammer, knows how to use the sword. They don't need to know what the hammer and the sword is theoretically used for. Well, yeah, and there's still a place yeah. for that, right? And sure. we can we can improve our um, geospatial algorithms. Great, but there's only a small percentage who are going to be doing that. I mean, nowadays yeah. you don't even need to know what projection is and how to convert from one to another. It's handled. It's it's all just a call. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other aspect to this is getting, um, uh, being able to be useful. Um, actually, a friend's son has started in his GIS career. Again, finger quotes. Um, and he's worked out it's not worth going to university because he's he's already building web apps mm-hmm. and using GPS and is is doing anything a GIS graduate would do, but. He started when he left school, was so 18. Yep. So he's got two plus years experience in the real world, which is more useful. It's definitely about the experience and being able to do the practical. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, feel free to disagree with us. And the final one, Chris, this is your point. Well, yeah, and I, I'm not, I'm not labouring too much here. But part of the problem with the university system is it pays to create more people who. <laughs> kind of go into the university system, right? It's you know self-fulfilling. I mean. Yeah, kind of. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing per se, but, you know, unless that's your plan, you kind of want to have more skills than that, I think, yeah. or more, you know, wider focus. Um, right, moving on. But why do you want to do it, Chris? Well, this is the point. We can criticise and, you know, for as, you know, until the cows come home. But actually, it's great, you know. Well, there's the, no career in it, right? Both of us have just had a career in GIS, <laughs> or not just, but had you know. a career after this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- the point there is that when you talk to people in the industry, they're going, "Look how fantastic it is to do location analysis." Yeah. And I'm having this conversation at work because we're very strong on BI and and that sort of thing. And going, you know, it's brilliant that we're um, understanding profit and margin and e- everything, and trying to look for high value customers but what about if we added location to that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you go what do you mean location and they and i'm going that perhaps the link there is not just size of whatever and you know gross turnover it's how far away are we from them yeah um and they're going whoa mind blowing yep um, <laughs> maybe not but Oh no, maybe you see that's that's the thing. Unless you get location, and I do think there's a special thing about getting location. Unless you kind of get it, it's not what you think about. Yeah. Whereas, um, and know, that's that's the point too. It is point two. Point Sorry, I've I, 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 um, location is where it's at, and it is true that one of the one of the reasons I actually like the industry is its real world data. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, and they're constantly dealing in the real world trying to model the real world and that's pretty cool now point iii this is so yours this is not mine you say you're oh, interesting yeah um well because you would actually wear sandals and socks i would not take that back right now oh you want to release your inner geographer I do, but we know the fashion of wear, Mark. I cannot believe you've fallen into that sandals and socks geographer. You know, we know that's not true. We have photos. We've we've proved it. We've proven it. But you do you do get to release that inner geographer. You do get to be excited <laughs> about. Geography. I thought we had an inner cartographer, Chris. Have we got an inner geographer and an inner cartographer? We've got innerographers. I think that's what we discussed. <laughs> Wearographers. Didn't we? Haven't we tried this once before? Oh, we have. All right. No, it didn't catch on. Shame. So, yeah, you don't have to wear sandals and socks because fashion of wear proves it. Um, and linking onto that save the world, environment, real world, working, I want to say for a better society because it sounds a little bit um, aspirational. You have been to the Ezra UC, right? <laughs> it is about saving the environment. The, it is the, about the making a better is, world. That's that second half with a young man who um, wants to plant 500 billion trees or something. Yeah. Um, great stuff. But it's all about location. And But again, I would point this back. We can't sa- Saving the world takes more than one tool. It, it, yeah, granted. Uh, but so. all, all I'm saying is if, if you... If you like geography and you like trying to save the world and the environment and all of those kind of things, it's not a bad place to start. No. All right. Moving on to topic two. What does it take to be a good consultant? So I'm imagining there we've got, or I'll have a bunch of third year students sitting there, you know, looking up at me in in wonder and awe (laughs) or sleeping, one of the two. and they'll be they'll be thinking. Let's, let's presume they turn up to a class that isn't compulsory and won't be um, in their exam. Yep. And they'll be going, "Wow, what does it? You know, how how do I become you, Chris? What are the attributes? What are yep. the personal attributes that you have?" And so we thought about this long and hard. And I, um, <laughs> this isn't in order, by the way, is it? This is just kind of. Oh, so, no, it, it kind of is for me personally. Okay. Well. Okay. Um, so I don't know about you. Well, I that's can't see something that says bribery. So <laughs> that's that's point uh, point IX is um, ability to buy things on the company Visa card. <laughs> so let's start with I uh, honesty, uh, hugely important both with client and you know. Yeah, and this person. is from a personal space that both of us actually want to believe in what we're selling. Yeah, and 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 selling there is not necessarily selling to make money, but as a technology lead, I sell the ability to do something that benefits and it doesn't cost anyone anything and there's no money in it for me. But if I'm in there and, and they go, ah, and then we could just do this and it's really cheap and I'm like, you know what? You should stick doing that because mm. I can't, I could offer you something flashier, but it's got no more benef- benefit to the business. Yep. And I think that's where point two, I comes in. Uh, Captain. This is some, this is, funny for us but nobody else is kind of seeing our list and they're just going what the heck is that i and the i in the anyway uh integrity integrity um, and it, yeah hand in hand with honesty right honesty yep and iii relationship mm. versus product that uh, it you can you can flog product to the cows come home and people do yep um but it doesn't actually make you useful and again it depends on your driver um Yeah, totally right. So um, neither you or I have ever been particularly interested in the kind of shifting boxes kind of approach. No. You know, it's much more about building a relationship with a client and understanding what that client needs, what, you know, where their problems are. Um, Um, It's much more fun that way as well. Yeah. IV, we've already covered, believe in what we sell. Yeah. V, which is technically gifted. Now, this actually doesn't reply to either of us. That is such a lie. I used to be technically gifted. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, but you why did we write this chris why did we write no, technically but because you, you we can you know be self-depreciating and mock ourselves but to be perfectly honest both you and i know our way around a gis right i might not doesn't pick, exist shut up know our way around a location intelligence tool 
the, the, I'm, I'm going to say this because this is quite you know it doesn't happen often enough i was using pro this morning i made like a proper map and everything <laughs> right i was using pro this afternoon and gave up but different reason <laughs> <laughs> it was just, i just realized i was wasting my time but the point being that when we have conversations proper technical conversations right we both broadly understand what we're talking about yeah and and where that technology is applied and, I, I and guess that, that's what that I mean. also applies when not to apply it yeah totally totally um okay vi good team vii values viii culture all important things yeah i well i think it's just any workplace um yeah okay then we had some don'ts and we had thought of two don'ts. Don't overpromise and don't say yes all the time. And they're closely related, right? Yeah. But the worst thing is where, you know, the consultant goes, of course I can do that and that and that and yeah. that. And then they clearly can't. And then you've got to go back and ask for more money. And then you forget that the reason they're trying to do this is to improve their business and save money. And you have prevented that. I mean, just because no one can prove ROI doesn't mean you should uh, use that as an excuse. <laughs> And the other thing we said here is uh, you shouldn't say yes all the time. It's okay to say no. If the client goes, can this thing be pink? And you go, actually, no, it can't. Sorry. Yeah. That's or, okay. Or you probably don't want it to be pink because you don't have enough zeros in the budget. Oh, yeah, whatever. And then I think yeah. that gets back to actually the whole honesty and integrity. It's okay to say no. All right. Moving on. Number three. What is the nature of just spatial consultancy? Mm. And we so, have... Well, this this is, I mean, this is, how come we've now moved to A, B, C's, D's? Anyway. I don't know. It's your formatting. Uh, <laughs> uh, get off the map, Mark. Get off the map. Get off the map. And this links into B, which is, it's about problem solving, not technology. And it really is. Really is. Yeah, we, we might have particular brands of technology that we uh, favor or sell or partner over others, but it's essentially about solving the client's problems. All right. And. And if you've done any sales training, you'll know the first thing they teach you is get out. Don't talk about the solution. Mm. We struggle, though. I mean, every every consultant struggles because you're thinking about solutions. Everyone struggles. Yeah. Have I got a solution for you? No. No. Don't let you say that. Um, And yes, it's about problem solving, not selling technology. Um, And that means, fundamentally, it's about understanding your client's business. Yes. You know? Um, and, and point D, understand the business problem. Back to an Excel sheet spreadsheet may be fine. Not great. But it might be fine. It might be fine. Mm. Um, hand-drawn maps, maybe not fine. <laughs> but it depends on the budget and depends on the business. Yeah. Um, so what's the nature of consultancy? Uh, this is a don't, I think. It, it is a don't. Don't, don't don't drink and consult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's more don't 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 believe too much of the hype. Right? You know. There's the theme coming through here, Chris. What? Ah. Yeah. Don't believe too much of the hype. You know, technology is great, uh, and there and there may be uh, you know some really cool stuff out there, but you're not necessarily telling you know selling the technology, and. And also, it's important to, to kind of not get drawn into the hype, you know. Yep. Um, hype tends to be quite expensive and not ever quite as good as you think it was. Yeah. Um, and also, into that, um, know what type of business you're, you're talking into. And again, this isn't a consultant thing. You know, if they're an enterprise customer walking in and saying, oh, you should just have this on a little offshoot server mm-hmm. um, is going to get you thrown out. Um, but if they're, you know, if they're s- smaller and able to be um, agile, more nimble, agile, no, agile. more nimble, okay. um, then 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 one-off bespoke applications might be cool. Who mm-hmm. knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, ask the questions. Um, point F <laughs> that... That links onto the enterprise statement. Geospatial analysis is one tool the business is using. You know, learn CRM. Learn what SCADA is used for. Learn business intelligence, data warehousing. And this kind of actually gets right back to the very question. Uh, of learn asset sh- management. Should you be doing a GIS yeah. course 
Well, yeah, sure. But maybe if only, you know, maybe, maybe you should also do a BI course and a something else course and a something else course. Well, See the big picture, not... Yeah, this brings me back to the worst quote I've ever heard is when oh, is yeah. a pre, no, pre-sales oh. person said, oh, you can do all your asset management in um, ArcGIS. And you're just like, wow, you don't understand what asset management is. If You you could store your assets in ArcGIS, don't get me wrong, and ArcGIS has many useful tools, but it's not an asset management system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't know what an asset management system is, go Ask. look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so moving on a little bit. Um, we talked about this a little bit earlier on. Uh, small cog, big machine, or even big cog, big machine, but cog. Cog. Yeah, it's, yes. it's part of something bigger. Yes, if, and especially if you're talking enterprise or even even in a small business, it, it's it's still what you're doing is a one cog in a, in a machine of cogs. Yes. Yes. All right, next uh, point. Why don't we remember this? This is four. Yeah, and, and uh, we were both, you know, in the early parts of our career, we, we were... Oh, oh, let's just say we've, we've made some of these mistakes. I'm not sure if this is a mistake. Oh, this one? Yeah. Oh, no, no I'm talking about before. We've never made mistakes going forward. <laughs> people, people who, you know... Uh, you know, presenting the world's number one geospatial podcast. Don't make mistakes. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now we we you've got to get us, I suppose, right on this one. And this is smoke and mirrors, the consultant's favourite friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we're not, what we're definitely not saying, because remember integrity and um, honesty. Honesty, we're, we're quite on our list. What we're saying is, you don't have to make it perfect. No, and you're not. Again, you're not selling a solution. Often, you're selling the story, right? Yes, and smoke mirrors, and by which, but sorry, and by which we mean building a demo, or building a demo, or even building a screenshot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, you're you're you're, yeah. you're selling, and this is again not just consultancy. You're selling an idea, a story. You're trying to help the person you're talking to believe that you can help them well not not only just believe but also understand what your yeah what the thing is yeah um, and, and visualization is key to that i started my career kind of um well i started my anyway um well i started and i started building demos you know you would go out with the salesperson whose job it was to sell and you would build a demo that told the story and it was an art it was it was it was it was hugely enjoyable um and uh, many of the kind of the high points of my career in my younger days were you know having built a demo that told exactly the story i needed to tell yeah just just with a word of warning there though um mm. because quite often then the client goes i'll buy that <laughs> Yeah, and sure. then the salesman yeah. goes, "Sure, yeah, sign sure, here." Sure. And all yeah. of a sudden, you're going, "Um, um, um, it's 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 nowhere near even yes, being a prototype." This is us being a good consultant, not a good salesperson, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, word of winning there, but um, have some fun. You're selling a story. Okay, and now uh, moving on, point five. I think it was yes. Uh, buy, build, bend, build. This was your idea, so you can explain it. Which is the opposite no it's not um customization costs mm-hmm. um and it's often better to see if you can change the business process rather than um implement a lot and arcgis um the online widgets like tracker etc are a good place to start right mm-hmm. buy it and then see if you can change your business teach your teach your people how to use it rather than going completely bespoke mm. um, and that comes down to knowing the problem yep um, and knowing the audience and that means knowing their budget knowing their business have I explained it well enough yeah kind of I'll let you get away with it I'm, I'm trying to think how, how I'm uh, how we present this to our third year students but uh, I think it is important that those that those kind of concepts of you have to know the audience you have to know their business and you have to know essentially what that business is doing yep. you know the business might have consumers how do you fit them with that and, and their capacity 
to change or improvement. Mm-hmm. All right, number six, and this is why you listen to this podcast. Totally. I mean, it's, we, we're more than just a kind of a service. We're a public service, Matt. <laughs> we are. Um, understand wider IT trends. Smart kind of, cities, IoT, yeah. big data, machine you learning. Yeah. We harp on about the stuff. Um, that's because, again, geospatial is one cog in the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to solve your big data problems by putting in spatial data. But you should be knowing this stuff. You should, you know, you really should. And I think, and that's why geospatial is fun, because actually it's one of these things where you do need to know it. You know, yeah, you, uh, you can't get away with not knowing it in some respects. Yes, um, and you've got to know, I mean, it, oh, it depends where you're going, but, you know, things you have to learn about HTTPS security and protocols and, you know, a bunch of infrastructure stuff. Yep. Because this is what the nature of it, you've got software. Yeah. Um, but what we'd really like is to hear your ideas about what makes to be good at your job. Um, what we haven't got there is um, cartography, because neither of us are very good at cartography. <laughs> I would actually say you're better at it than I am. I'm shocking. Oh, it's too kind. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, no, not, no. I'm not comparing you against much. Um, but... Yeah, there's a bunch of other things. I think maybe enthusiasm. Um, listen back to an, our interview with James Fee or Linda Hecht. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people who have done this sort of thing and and have um, moved and made waves. And I, th- I think as well, like, you know, this... I'm supposed to give this lecture to these third-year students, right? So I don't want to scare them, you know. <laughs> but, consultancy, did, long no, but consultancy has been... A fantastic career. Like I have really been, enjoyed my career. You know, it's um, it's allowed me to do things. Are you going like to announce your retirement? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No. 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 Um, but it has been a fantastic career. You know, I've. It gives you the opportunity to meet with so many diverse people in so many different businesses. Um, you know, it, it's. Every day is an education. Every day is a school day. It's one of my favourite <laughs> sayings, in fact. Uh, one That's because you like often. the uniform. <laughs> but it's it's a saying I use with my kids quite frequently, and partly because they have to go to school. But yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really work with them. But um, it is, uh, you know. Yeah, I find I learn something every day. But anyway, so we would like to hear your feedback. Get in touch with us: uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, email. Google Geodorable webpage. There's a thousand ways. Well, yep. ten. Um, but yeah, get in touch. What makes uh, what what part of your career would you like to? Or learnings? Well, I think if would you, you had, like if, if you had to take a lecture of third year GI students, what would you tell them? <laughs> Don't. Yes, that's mm. great. All right, Chris. Now, final segment. Phew. Back with popular demand. Literally. <laughs> Export to Shapefile. Export to Shapefile, the game where you navigate around the Esri toolbox trying to outmaneuver your opponent and uh, block them until the only tool left to them is the most basic of all, Export to Shapefile. Now, I got asked recently, are there actual rules to this? And I was like, you're kidding, right? Have you heard of Google? Yeah, so... um, well, I think we should just get on with it because yeah, I was, I was a little offended by the question, to be honest. Well, and this isn't our game. This is something picked up from Esri, our time at Esri UK. Mm. Um, it's popular in a lot of distributors and a lot of, um, I don't know, Esri people, but anyone could play it. You could, you could have this um, for um, for Grass or QGIS or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Have you played the, the drinking version of this? No, why would I let alcohol get in the way of uh, a good game? Okay. Right, you'll serve, Chris. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got to get, in, I've got to get into it. All right, here we go. Here's some the excuses. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm dialing in. I am ready, and I'm going with rebuild indexes, keeping it kind of funky. Kind of, kind of core-ish. 
Yeah, well, I like a bit of, you know, data <laughs> management. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to come in strong. Um, and just building on that whole missile firing settings thing, I'm going to decimate tin nodes. Oof. That's a, that's a tough move for the old 3D analyst. Um, so I need to defend that move of yours. Um, do you know what? I'm just going to bat it away with uh, with a good old create address locator. Right, sticking in the uh, core tools. Well, core core's a good way of defending against yeah. uh, an extension. You know, <laughs> I mean, you'd know you'd know that if you followed the rules, man. Well, I I, I do know that, Chris. Um, I'm going to jab you um, with an intersect 3D line with surface. Yet another attacking move. Well, the um, 3D analyst toolset is the attacking toolset, really. Well, it is for you. You're you're kind of a little bit um, embedded, I think, in that at the moment. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to knock you out. Um, you know, okay. this, I mean, this is the name of the game, right? Is to to get you out of toolboxes. So, um, stall as long as possible. Dice. Ooh, we've thrown the dice. I haven't used that. I don't think I've ever used that tool, to be honest. <laughs> no, but that is one of the strengths of this game is you get to learn yeah, a lot I of have to. Yeah. All right, um, append annotation feature class. Oh, see, look at that. You, you're hanging around at three analysts, throwing your jabs, throwing your left hooks, your right hooks, whatever, and I'm just... It's like I've got my, 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 my oh, arms up. Yeah. Shut up, Chris. Get yeah, come on. Okay. Um, my turn to attack. Extract by attribute spatial analyst. Boom. Boom. That's given me an idea. Basin. Oh, attack, attack, attack. Yeah. Um, now it's gone hard. Trend. Spatial analyst, I'm back at You're you. Back at you. All right. Uh, disable editor tracking. Oh, That'll confound you. Move. Strategic. Defensive. Tin Edge 3D Analyst. Ooh, that's an old school. Yeah, but you... you old you school attacking move. You knocked me out of Spatial Analyst. I had nowhere to go. Uh, register Rasta. Keep it basic. Ooh, what you going to do? Uh, Attack or defend? Are well, you rushing or dragging? Yours. <laughs> uh, tin Polygon Tag. Ooh, ooh, highly aggressive. Highly old school. And allows me to come with porous puff. No, you, you actually have to... No, I'm it. not even making it up. No, you are making that up. That's not a tool. Special in a standard extension. Thank you very much. Yes, I have been studying. What porous puff? He's, wasn't he a character in, in one of the early works by um, Dickens? <laughs> I think he was. Uh, I don't know. You've just you've just taken me because I cannot think of anything to do other than wonder what a porous puff is. Um, export to Schaefer. Porous puff calculates the time-dependent two-dimensional concentration distribution in mass per volume of a salute, salute introduced instantaneously and at a discrete point into a vertically mixed aquifer. I mean, it sounded as though you're reading that, but I actually know that I you was, just know that. No, well, I, oh. I was reading that, but Porous Puff was um, in the... Uh, it's actually in the guidebook, Chris, if, you, if you'd actually made it to the end of uh, How to Play Export to Shape File. Um, you, you'll find I've actually played you in a textbook manner there. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. Okay, go away. That's enough. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. Um, so that's the podcast. Again, please get in touch with us. Um, feel free to buy us a beer. Do you know, Mark, if we talk for exactly uh, 35 seconds, that takes us to one hour. Right, and I'm sure our listeners will be pleased to know that. Hey, our listeners are on the edge of their seats. After that game, they are on such a high that they're going... I don't know what they're doing, but they're going... <laughs> you've got 20 seconds left to keep going. Right, Mark, um, we've got lots of interviews coming up. We have. Um, stay tuned keep downloading keep responding um keep su suggesting stuff 
uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, yes, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. See you later.